0: your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and they shall tell forth the divine counsels and your young men shall see visions divinely granted appearances did you hear what I just said they're going to see Jesus they're going to have encounters with angels they're going to get messages from God And your old men shall dream divinely suggested dreams. God. I told Phyllis yesterday morning, I said, I dreamed the craziest dream. It was a dream. It wasn't a vision. It was a dream. I was sound asleep. She said, what? I said, I dreamed I was waiting on you. And everywhere was covered in white snow. Pure white snow, not a little, what do they call that? Dusting. Dusting. It was thick. You'd have really needed y'all's boots on. Yeah. It was that high on the car. And it was like you could hear. Do you ever notice when it snows that you can, it's like there's a deadening of all the noise around you? I feel like God's saying, I'm going to bring the anointing and it's going to deaden the noise around you. And my righteousness is going to reign and my purity is going to come forth. God is going to purify our hearts, our motives, our minds, our intentions. And our worship is going to go up to him. I wish somebody would say, God purify me right here deaden the sound not that there is no sound but he will deaden the sound of the fearfulness and the dread around you as we submit to him as we walk in his ways as we give ourselves to him the sound of those war drums become less oh hell intensified in our lives the sound of them oh I see it I hear it but I'm not worried about it it's like the Lord said, I've got my hand upon my people. I've got my hand upon my people. But but my people need to put their hand in my hand. Quit relying on other stuff. Quit thinking that this, that, or the other. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Yes, and my men servants also, and upon my maid servants in those days I will pour out of my spirit, and they shall prophesy, telling forth Of the divine counsel and predicting future events. Pertaining especially to God's kingdom. It's not hard to prophesy about world events. But prophesy about the kingdom. Prophesy about what God's getting ready to do. Prophesy what he wants to do through those that give him everything, that relinquish everything, that, that, that give up on all of that and say, God, it's not just my dream, it's your dream. And you said you would do this in the last days. Can I predict to you that we are in the last days? But the end is not yet. Don't, lo- don't look for it to end tomorrow. Oh, it could end for some individually, but it's not just going to end tomorrow or next week. I believe that the Lord is saying, no, I'm, I'm getting a, I, There's a church that's making herself ready. There's a people that are preparing themselves. They're getting things in order. They're, they're getting, they're locking in. They're locking in. They're locking in, and as they lock in, mm, as they lock in, I unlock secrets. I unlock deliverance. Listen to what he says, verse 18, yes, and upon my men servants and also on my maid servants, Look at somebody and say, that's talking about you and I. That's talking about all of us. That's not just for the pulpit. That's all of us. Look at your neighbor and say, that's you included. That's you included. This is for you. Listen to what it said. It said, he said, "Uh, they shall prophesy. Prophecy doesn't have to be, yea, saith the Lord. Do you know the spirit of prophecy is a testimony of Jesus? Testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So when you start talking about kingdom stuff, I I told somebody, I said, I don't want to be around people, especially people that talk. Listen, I don't like people that talk about other people anyway. I don't like that. But uh, people that will talk about their own families, I especially don't want to be around them. because if you talk about your own family you ain't going to think twice about talking about me when I leave so I just don't want to be there I don't want to submit myself to that it's not that I care what you're saying because it's not about me it's about proving what you are gossiper and probably liar because you're not even sure that what you're saying repeating is true but how did I get on that? Woo! Listen to this. Yes, and my ser- men servants and my maiden servants, in those days I will pour out of my spirit and they shall prophesy, telling forth the divine counsels and predicting future events pertaining especially to the kingdom. Now watch this. And I will show wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth beneath, blood and fire, smoke and vapor. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. The obvious day of the Lord comes. That great and notable and conspicuous day, renowned day. And it shall be that whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord invoking, adoring, and worshiping the Lord shall be saved. What are we involved in? We're involved in that worship that says God take me beyond my Inabilities into your incredible possibilities. Look at your neighbor and say, "There's possibilities right here, right now, right here, right now, today." There's possibilities. Possibilities. Look at somebody and say, "There's possibilities." There's possibilities. Look at somebody and say, "There's possibilities right here, right now." And I want to share some of those possibilities with you right now by laying my hand over on you and praying that the power of God move on your life. I meant the fans, Spencer. There's possibilities right now, upon you right now, that weren't there a moment ago. There's possibilities as we speak, as we charge this atmosphere, as we release in this atmosphere the presence of God, the glory of God. As we release into this atmosphere the presence of God, the glory of God. Fill this house. Fill this place. God... I pray right now that, Lord, that this place be completely saturated with your presence, with your glory. And that right here, right now, that we begin to sense that your presence is here to heal, to deliver, to set free. The bound don't have to leave bound. Those that are twisted up in conflict, pressures. Those that are enamored, Lord, stressed out just by daily living that those pressures begin to lift right now in the name of Jesus. That the struggles, Lord, that we have faced, that we have come through, that they begin to lift right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, that your presence fill this house, that the glory fill this place. Lord, I pray right now that you will move inside this place in the four walls and begin to, Lord, eliminate Begin to move, Lord, from one side to the other. Across this sanctuary, let your anointing, let your glory fill this house. Let lives be renovated, changed, eradicated, Father, of those stressful things that come against them. Let this be part of the wonders that you will show in the earth. Young men of Israel, listen to what Peter has to say. Jesus is Nazareth, a man accredited and pointed out and shown forth and commended and attested to you by God by the mighty works and the power of performing wonders and signs which God worked through him right in your midst as you yourselves have witnessed. This Jesus, this same Jesus, not another, When delivered up according to the definite and fixed purpose and settled plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified, you crucified and put out of the way, killing him by the hands of the lawless and the wicked. You used Rome to fulfill your task, but God raised him up, liberating him from the pains of death, seeing that it was not possible. For him to continue in the controlled or retained by it. For David says in regard to him, I saw the Lord constantly before me. For he is at my right hand and I may not be shaken or overthrown or cast down. For hmm, from this moment, my, my future is secure and I will continually live in a happy state. As we walk with him, as we talk with him, as we dine with him, as we gravitate toward the depthness of his word, profoundly we are astounded. I am astounded. I'm astounded by the historical markers that we've seen what it looked like. What it looked as though Israel would be overthrown and finally completely dissolved. Pushed out into countries around the globe. Scattered into the four corners of the earth. No homeland. No place to call their own. But God said in the last days I will gather you to the place that I have caused my name to dwell there. I will gather you myself unto a place. I will keep you as the apple of my eye. I will secure you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah and when it looked like it could not happen certain days and certain times begin to unfold right before the nations of the world's eyes and out of nowhere hallelujah in 1948 the united nations unanimously said we need one vote to captivate the heart of these people and bring them back to their homeland hallelujah and the United States of America stood up and said we will cast that one vote and bring them in May 14th 1948 hallelujah Israel became a nation again to the astonishment and the astounding bewilderment of those that wanted to see their demise especially how the worlds that be the nations that are against her hallelujah oh I'm here to tell you that They tried to wipe her out. Hallelujah. But Syria, praise God. Oh my. Syria is no more. Oh, no longer a strong nation. Hitler and his German uh, Fourth Reich and Third Reich tried to wipe them out. Praise God. And said, we'll have a final cleansing, a final destination. Uh, Oh my. But Germany became Germany became under the auspices of Uh, praise God of a hand that was mightier than Russia or America or China it came under the auspice hand of a mighty God that said I will not allow you to totally wipe my people out in 1967 the, the world of Arabs rose up six nations rose against praise God the little hand picked people called Israel at that time and they had no capital at that time but all of a sudden the little a handful of soldiers, hallelujah that came with the anointing of God and the wonderment of God's miraculous powers. Praise God went in on that day and captivated and captured Jerusalem again. Praise God, thus filling the, the prophecy and thus making a way for further prophecies to be fulfilled, that Jerusalem would become the cup of trembling to all nations that trouble themselves with her. if God did that for them in the midst of their rebellion if God did that for them in their midst of their idolatries all because of a promise that he made to a man name Abraham if God's holding to that promise today and he is how much more will God eliminate those things that come against you. If God be for you, who can be against you? Turn around and tell somebody, God is on my side. And I believe that because I'm still here, still breathing. Oh, the wonder that we behold every single day. The wonder that we look. And behold his presence. I've been been reading a book. Shocker. In the midst of the book. In the midst of a holocaust. The writer, the survivor of this holocaust said. And this stuck out to me more than anything I've read thus far. It said... It is not the German military that rules over us that has captured us. It is not even those that don't believe in God that has captured us and reigns over us. What reigns over us is delusion. Delusion. their minds were captivated by delusion and they said the moment that we realized the unthinkable had happened the delusion disappeared because we failed to stand up and be who God had called us to be. We had lived under the delusion that somehow without our effort that God would just do it by himself. That spoke to me. I don't want to live under the delusion that God will do it without me. That's why he saved me to become proactive in the kingdom. God's not in the business of drafting. He's looking for volunteers that will say, count me in. Count me in in this effort to bring deliverance and healing and miracles and wonders. Come on, count me in. I'm, I, I am so overwhelmed with what the, I didn't have any of this plan to say or to preach. Matter of fact, I come in here with a thought in mind, I'll just I'll just let Rob or Boyce or whoever just go and whatever happens, let God and now here's where we are. Here's where we are. Jesus delivered up according to the definite fixes and purposes, settled on the foreknowledge of God. You crucified and put out of the way, killing him by the hands of the lawless and wicked men roam but God raised him up and liberating him from the pains of death seeing that it was not possible for him to continue in the controlled or retained by those things or those people for David says in regard to him I saw the Lord constantly before me look at somebody say you got to get a different picture in front of you you got to get a different point of view in front of you and it said that David said at his right hand that I may not be shaken overthrown controlled or manipulated cast down that my future is secure and I'm in a happy state why because he saw something different in front of him look at somebody say you got to see something different in front of you Get, get all that, get everything else out of the way and get a different point of view. Get the biblical point of view in front of you. Therefore my heart rejoices and my tongue exalted exceedingly. Moreover, my flesh also will dwell in hope. It will encamp and pitch its tent and dwell in hope and anticipation of the resurrection. Again, that's David's words. For you will not abandon my soul. You'll not leave me helpless. You won't leave me in the state of mental hell. Somebody hear that? Somebody need to get out of a mental hell this morning. Hallelujah! You will not abandon me. You will not abandon my soul. You'll not leave me in the helpless in the hell. You'll not leave my mind in hell. The state of, of 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 departed spirits. You will, nor let your Holy One know decay or see destruction of the body after death. Not even in death. (sighs) You have made known to me the ways of life. I've come that you might have life. And have it more abundantly. I've come that you might be able to come to church and praise me. I've come that you might come in into a unity in a place that is come together. Not to ask me for more, but to give me praise for what I have already given. be thankful for how I have already blessed you (laughs) has God blessed anybody this week has anybody gone without food this week has anybody starved to death this week has anybody froze to death this week has anybody been overly hot this week Has everybody had a good shower this week? Has anybody had access to a bar of soap this week? Some shampoo this week? Some hot cups of coffee? I had this one morning and I love it. Phyllis looked at me. She said, I just love coffee. I do too. It's just so good. The best part of waking up is Folger's in my cup. I just offended real religious folks. They said, no, best part of waking up to Jesus. I know that. But you understand what I'm saying. God is so good, the taste of that. Oh, yeah. And you want me to come to church and complain? You want me to come to church and sit down and say, bless me if you can? My breakthrough is connected to my worship I'm preloading deliverance for this week I'm thanking him for what he's already blessed me with but I'm also giving it my effort to preload for the week it's coming up because I don't know what's coming tomorrow I don't know what's coming Monday but I preloaded a praise today I preloaded a thank you today I I, I got it in advance I got it in advance I put it out there in advance and I thank God I thank God you've made known to me the ways of life take a deep breath God gave you that you will enrapture me listen I love this wording you will enrapture me, diffusing my soul with joy. You'll set me free from all that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. With and by and in your presence. Yeah. Brethren, it is permitted. It is permitted me to tell you confidently and with freedom concerning the patriarch David that he both died and was buried in his tomb. And with us, and is with us to this day. Being however a prophet and knowing that God had sealed to him with an oath that he would set one of his descendants on his throne. Ooh. Prophecy. The seed of David will sit on the throne. It looked like it wasn't going to happen. looked like nothing was coming out of that. But when God makes a promise... He keeps it. He keeps it. Look at somebody and say God kept a promise. That's why you're still here. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody sought God for you. Somebody prayed in your behalf. Somebody said, "Lord, don't let my I can I can see your little grand your little mamaw Kelsey that little sweet little face I see that oh I loved her." <laughs> Didn't know her very long. But man, when you met her, you met the real deal. I can see her praying in her younger days. God, let my grandchildren, let my grandchildren know you. Let my great-grandchildren know you. Oh, oh, and her little daughter kept through. And I, I, I thank God for our heritages. That we have. Look, look at somebody say, Thank God for your heritage. And may, maybe maybe you just need to thank God because maybe your heritage wasn't that great. Maybe there was some stuff going on there, but you need to say, God, thank you that you brought me out of that. Amen. And I and I'm not just talking about a natural, I'm talking about a supernatural heritage. Amen. I'm talking about a heritage, hallelujah, that I was spiritually born in. Somebody say amen. David that both died and was buried in the tomb and was being, however, a prophet and knowing that God was, had sealed to him with an oath that he had, would, 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 would set one of his descendants on his throne. You can find that in 2 Samuel seven twelve uh, through 16, Psalms 132, verse 11. He, foreseeing this, spoke by foreknowledge of the resurrection of Christ, the Messiah, and that he was not deserted in death. And left in Hades, hell. The state of the depart where the spirits are. Nor did his body no decay nor see destruction. This Jesus. Somebody say, this Jesus. God raised up. Somebody told me a while back, said, wasn't that awful for, for the father to leave Jesus hanging on the cross by himself? Well, can I tell you, the Bible says that it was God in him redeeming the world unto himself. He was Emmanuel with them when he was born. So what on that day, on that day, something more than we can even grasp or completely, totally, theologically understand and comprehend. If the angels look in there in awe, you and I, I hear the Holy Ghost saying to me, You don't have to explain everything to them. Wow. Because it's not my job to explain everything to you. It's the glory of God to conceal a matter, and the glory of a king to search it out. Are you not kings? Are you not kings? are you not kings? Then I don't, Jesus didn't come back and explain everything to them. When he said, you eat my flesh and drink my blood, they ran. They said, oh my God, he's talking cannibalism. He didn't come back the next day. Now let me explain this Sunday what I said last Sunday. Well, they didn't have church on Sunday. But he didn't say, let me explain what I meant he let it fall where where it may because they had a job to go and search out what he was talking about. You have the awesome task of searching it out for yourself. I come and throw revelations out here and there. I throw nuggets out here and there. But it is not my job to explain every little detail to you. You need to go and dig it out for yourselves. I'll put it this way. Did you ever hear something that is said, uh, me and brother Mike Shreve, we got in a discussion the other day while we were on the phone with each other. And we, we don't never just talk about church. stuff. I mean, we just talk, it's revelation stuff. And he'll throw one out and I'm like, well, what about this? And it's always an exploration. It's always climbing a mountainside with each other. And, and my thing is, has is, is, is anybody ever thrown something out to you? And you go like, wow, I need to look that up. And as you start looking it up, you discover stuff that wasn't even said in what they said. And it's far greater than what they said. That is the reward of going and searching out a matter. That's the reward of going and digging in the garden for yourself. There's sometimes I get lost in the Garden of Eden of God's presence and stay in there for hours. I could read for a day and not quit. I'm not kidding you. Study because I'm that enthralled with what God is saying. A lot of what I know, I'll take to heaven with me. I didn't say hell, I'm not going there. A lot of what I know will go to heaven with me. But in the process, I throw nuggets out that I get and God releases. I throw that out, but it's up to you to go dig further. This Jesus, God raised up. And of that, all we, all disciples, are witnesses. Being therefore lifted high and by to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of blessing, which is the Holy Spirit. He has made this outpouring which you yourselves both see and hear. (laughs) For David did not ascend into the heavens, yet he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand and share my throne until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Do you understand what he's saying here? Are you in Christ? Are you in God? Your life is hid with Christ in God. Through Christ, your life is hid in God. He said, sit here until I make your enemies your footstool. Take up a position and rest your feet on your enemy's neck. But that doesn't stop there. That correlates and it is reflected through us. God has given him the authority to put his feet on the head of his enemy. It prophesied way back there in Genesis 3 and 15 the heel of the servant of the son shall bruise the head of the serpent. It will rest his foot on his head. And if that was his promise, and you're into Jesus, and you're in Jesus, and now you're in God, that promise is not just left there. That promise is given to you, that he will make your enemy your footstool. Uh, But pastor, what happened? You keep letting him in. We bind devils every week, and by Wednesday, somebody lets them back out of the cage. By, by, by Monday morning, somebody has opened that door, and they're back in, and the calls start coming in. What's going on? No. Get that devil back under your feet where it belongs. Get him back under your feet where he belongs. See, we've gone to church for years. We've spoken tongues for years. That extra oomph of power ought to be in there. It ought to be alive and well inside of you. It should be. It is. It is. Lift your hands and say, Lord, it is. Therefore, let the whole house of Israel recognize beyond all doubt. And acknowledge assuredly that God has made him both Lord and Christ, the Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were stung, they were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and all the rest of the apostles' special messengers, what shall we do? And Peter said, repent, change your point of view, change the way you're thinking. Get your different purpose, set in front of you the promise that David talked about that gives you the victory over all your enemies. Yes. I'm not going to preach. I've done preached. I've done, I take it back. The Holy Ghost has done talked into this room this morning. What will you do with it? How will you establish it after today? Where will you go from here? I challenge you to stand to your feet. Lift your hands. Say, Lord, I want to receive this right now. We're concluding this service, Lord. Lord, we started this with, with praise and worship and praying for everyone. You've sent in a word here, Lord, and we all ought to be running. Our cup should run over and over spilling to where that our lives exude what you come to do. You come that we might have life and not just live, but have it more abundantly. That we can be more expressive in our worship and in our praise, not just here, but every day. That we're thankful every day. That we're giving you honor and glory and thankfulness every day. Comes out of not just my mouth, but in my actions, my deeds. It shows. It promotes the kingdom. It says that, God, you are alive and well. And your promises have been fulfilled in my life. The purpose of God is set before me. And today, I don't see frustration. I don't see the anxiety. Oh, they're there. But I see something above all that. I see something more powerful than all that. And that's what I'm giving into. I'm not appertaining to those things. I'm grasping a hold of those things, Lord, that lift my mind higher. That lift my spirit above those things. I refuse to allow those things to pull me down. Physical things, mental things, emotional things, financial things. I refuse to allow those things because your word has given me a promise that if I will lift you up, if I will lift you up, you will draw, oh man, I do. I want to lift you up. I want to lift you up. I want to give you honor and praise and glory. I want to admonish you. I want to praise you. I want to just say, Lord, you are good. Lord, you're good to me in every way, every day. Lord, I worship you, and I want to say thank you. Has anybody got anything to thank God for today? Thank God for those veterans. We honor them. This wasn't the way I wanted this service to go, but this is his way. We honor the veterans that have put their life on the line. We give them honor today. We give them honor today for what they have done, the price that they have paid. There's a saying on a tombstone and it says this. Some, or all gave some, but some gave all. Some gave all. I was too young the time to go in and it began to wane down when I was getting of age and I didn't, I didn't go I'd already been I was already in another army if, if it had called me I would have went I didn't have any qualms about that but I was already in ministry when some other things broke out But I don't want to hold anything back. I want to give it all. Give it all. All my praise, all my worship, all my, all my effort, everything. I want to give it all. I don't want to do anything half-hearted. I needed some work down at my house, and Spencer, they do construction work. And he said, Dad, I hate working for you. I said, why? He goes, because I know what you expect. I didn't take that as, as a, you know, a slap in the face. I took that as a compliment. If you ain't going to do it right, don't do it at all. Why do, why do, and, and see, I'm, I'm double, triple that. I'm quadruple that for the kingdom of God. The Bible says, study the show thyself approved. Why, if you ain't going, if you ain't going to read, why go out and preach? If you ain't going to study, why go out and preach? We hear people say it all the time. Boy, I wish I could. I wish I could play that guitar like that. You can if you pick it up and practice. Yeah. What's well, in here today? Right. You can if you go after it. Boy, yeah. well, I wish I could do that. You can if you go after it. Yeah. It's not a secret. It's not just. I mean, some of us are gifted. Yeah. Some of us have been gifted by the Lord to do things. I don't think there's anybody up here who's had any any lessons. I remember taking you to a church and setting you on the drums, remember? And that's where he started, on the drums, back when he's a little fellow. And I remember starting you off. And I remember, Lord, we just now got to you, didn't we? But look at you. I started Jordan off. I, there's a few others I've started off. But th- that's not the point. The point of it is, 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 is they have surpassed me now. And I'm loving it. I love it. And that's God's plan for you not to stay underneath, but to go forward with it. Go forward. Our job is not to hold the next generation down. It's to be the springboard for them, to bring them into where they need to be. Would you lift your hands all over this church and say, Lord, whatever you want done, whatever you want, however you want to do it, I want to be part of it. I want, to, Lord, let me set you before my eyes today, instead of all the other stuff. Let me see your goodness. Let me see your mercy. Let me see your, your Lord, your perfect will be done. Let me see, Lord, the dynamics of your presence and power in my life. Let me be thankful right now for what you've already blessed me with. If you never do anything else, Lord. I've already got a lifetime of thankfulness to thank you for. If, if, if you never move again, if, we don't, if I don't see a great revival, then, then let me, Lord, not just take us and make us thinner, but let's go deeper. Let's be a mile deep and an inch wide instead of being a mile wide and an inch deep. I want to be deeper, Lord, in your presence, deeper in your worship, deeper in thankfulness. Deeper in gratitude. And that comes by seeing you in front of me. When I see a child, I want to pray, Lord, help them build their life. Let them see you, Lord, like they've never seen. Why do you do that, Pastor Dave? Because I want the Lord to do that for my grandchildren. I want to see it handed down. I want to see it, Lord. There's a little thing in the Bible that says do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Lord, I pray today that something in this atmosphere, there there is something here today that is bigger than me. And it's you trying to present yourself before your people today. The anointing of the Lord is here today. The anointing, and you're painting this like a painter with a brush, Lord. You're painting this. Holy Spirit, you paint this today. Whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're battling with, whatever you're wrestling with, whatever's in front of you, I I would challenge you right now just to say, Lord, I'm putting this in your hands. I'm putting it in your hands. I've tried to wrestle with it. I've I've, I've lost sleep over it. I've tried to miss meals over this, Lord, and I seem can't get no headway, but I'm putting it in your hands right now. Uh, That's for somebody here if, if you take that right now. And as you release that to the Lord, don't go back and pick it up. Don't go back up and pick up that worry. Don't go back and pick up that that anxiety and that frustration. Don't go back and pick it up. Matter of fact, if you'll get somebody by the hand right now and say, Lord, you said if any two shall agree as touching any one thing that it shall be. Father, we come in agreement right now. We come in agreement right now all over this place, all over this church, Lord. We come in agreement in this house, Lord, that you will move. Go ahead and sing, Gary. That you will move in the situation that I'm in. That I've been burdened with. That I've been troubled with. Lord, I'm replacing that with I'm seeing you in my tomorrow. I'm seeing you there taking care of it. Come on.
1: Because my words fall short. I've got nothing new. Jesus. And how could I express all my gratitude? Rob,
0: boys, Regis, would you come back out here?
1: Rose, if you can stand. And I long could enough. sing these songs. Come on. As I often do.
0: Y'all coming, y'all want somebody to greet you in prayer? Come on, right now.
1: But every song must One of your brothers stand. and sisters is staying up here right now.
0: Come on, to agree with you. Come, come, come.
1: But you never do. Come on. Woo. So I throw up my hands and praise you again and again. Jesus. Because all that I have is a hallelujah. Hallelujah, and I know it's not much, but I'm nothing else fit for a king. Yes, Lord. Except for a heart singing Hallelujah, Hallelujah. With my arms stretched wide, I will worship you, so I throw up my hands and pray except for a heart singing a king except for a heart singing hallelujah hallelujah come on worship the
0: lord lift your hands and worship
1: so come on my soul oh don't you get shy on me lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord So come on my soul Oh don't you get shy on me Lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord So come on, my soul, oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song. Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs, get up and praise the Lord. Yeah. So come on, my soul, oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song. Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord So I throw up my hands And praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a holy. I know it's not much, but I'm nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So I throw up my hands and praise you again and again because all that I have is a heart. And I'm nothing else fit for a king Except for a heart singing Hallelujah Hallelujah Come on, raise your hands all over this church Come on, my soul Oh, don't don't you get shy on me Lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord So come on my soul Oh don't you get shy on me Lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord So i throw my hands And praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a hallelujah A hallelujah And I know it's not much, but I'm nothing else fit for a king, except for a heart singing hallelujah, hallelujah. come on, my soul, oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song. Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs, get up and praise the Lord. Come on. So come on, my soul, oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song. Come on, my soul, oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song. Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. My soul, oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song. Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord So come on my soul Oh don't you get shy me? lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord And praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a hallelujah a Hallelujah And I know it's not much But I'm nothing else fit for a king Except for a heart singing Hallelujah Yeah
0: Why don't you take somebody by the hand? Everybody take somebody. I don't care who it is. Just take somebody by the hand. And utter these two words. These two words. Jessica, get Jessica by the hand. Phyllis, get Jessica by the hand. Jackson, find somebody to get by the hand. Hudson, come up here and get some your brother by the hand. Hurry. There's two words that the Lord keeps dropping in my spirit. These two words are this, as one, as one, lift your hands up high and say, as one, as one, we conquer, as one, we overcome, as one, we go forward, as one, as one, as one one with you, one with you. That's your, that's your words, Lord. I pray that they might be one. As one, Father, we conquer. As one, we go forward. As one, we win. As one, we are victorious. As one. Scripture has declared this way before Abraham Lincoln came up with it. A house divided cannot stand. So, Lord, we come together as one. We don't come for entertainment we don't come for a show we come together as one to worship to receive to give as one shouted as one as one in jesus name give him praise in this house right now Hallelujah. Well, I have to let you know, I didn't plan any of this today. I didn't plan on a preach. Mo, you looking sneaky. What's going on?